Hello, my name is Tommy Small and I'm Artistic Director of Shaper Caper and welcome along to episode 3 of our podcast. Today I am joined by um, lots of dancers who are working on our new project that we're hoping to unveil at some point later in 2019, which is called No Offence. The show is currently being researched and developed with a group of five dancers and they're here today. We are currently sitting in a gorgeous studio here at Scottish Ballet at Tramway thanks to a two-week residency that we've been undertaking through the workroom in Glasgow. We have been funded by Creative Scotland through the Open Project Fund um, to develop this work, so mad props to them. Thanks very much for your support for helping us to create this work. So, dancers, maybe you would like to introduce yourself and maybe tell us a little bit about um, what you do at Shaper Capers, as some of you work for us full-time. Hello, I'm Alex. I am the dance trainee with Shaper Caper at the moment. That means lots of things, Tommy. It means, um, so I work with Shaper Caper and all of their creative learning work, so going into schools, going into nurseries, care homes, all that lovely stuff. But I also get the really fantastic opportunity to join in with performances. So that was, for instance, the most recent one was the V&A. It's also involved with um, upcoming touring productions and some research and development stages, which is what we're here doing this week and last. Hello, I'm Will. I'm a dancer. Hi, I'm Emily. I'm also a dancer. I'm Jake, also a dancer. Uh, hi, I'm Georgia. I'm dancing on this project and I'm also a member of the body. And if you've listened to our previous podcast, you'll have heard Georgia talking in episode one with the body. So dancers, who would like to start us off then by telling the listeners what we've been getting up to in the studio? What have we been doing? Last week we started with the idea of oppression, um, I guess um, stemming from the um, subject matter of LGBTQ oppression and that was like a, a jumping off point for the relationships we would have like we did duet work so that was one task and then we sort of after that kind of made solos around the same idea using that movement and then what else did we do we um, after that we did some character work so we had like the the campaigner, the political campaigner, and we had... The the stereotypical straight guy that you all know that's a bit impolitically correct, I think. Um, and then we also have, like, a white female middle-class lady who thinks that she, she knows what the world is and she just says whatever comes off the top of her head um, and doesn't worry about offending people. So, yeah, got some characters there. I guess we've been working um, kind of from two angles because we've also as well as working um kind of how it is to be lgbtq today we've also kind of worked with how it is from an external perspective and the opinions and attitudes that we might encounter and we've been looking um we spent an afternoon kind of looking at really extreme opinions to do um with some quite horrific things that have happened and, you know, in a sense, these kind of trolling scenarios when people feel like they can really openly express themselves. Um, but we've also had lots of conversations of stereotypical things that might, you know, have been said to them in the past or their friends or, um, yeah, just dealing with, I guess, relationships not only within the community but how people from the outside would view the community 
and the effects of that and yeah I guess the snowballing effect as well we've been looking at which has been really interesting this thing of um, uh, quite harmless seeming jokes or um, kind of mannerisms and how they then snowball and develop into actually kind of an overriding sense of prejudice and attitudes that can actually be quite harm like harmful and hurtful eventually however being part of the phrases where their characters are saying those particular phrases and and using that text it's still very shocking to hear even though we know that will is so laid back and be horizontal and the same with emily but when you hear will saying especially will's character saying quite vile language it does still even though you're in a character space you still think oh oh that was a little bit shocking to hear and the same as Emily's character she slowly gets more and more aggressive with her language although not quite to the same extent as Will's and even though you are in an, in an acting space in a theatre space um, just being from part of that space it doesn't make it any easier to hear so it makes it all the more shocking that actually some people do have those views and do use that language on a daily basis. Um, the the movement that I, I do is like Jack the Lad type guy is very, I suppose, very bouncy, energetic, a little bit dirty, if you like, a bit grungy, um, a bit like uh, if you could say something and then like go zero to a hundred and a bit like, Ooh, uh, I don't really know how to explain it without showing you. So I suppose you're just <laughs> gonna have to come and watch. <laughs> I, um, but it's just a bit like, yeah, like I'm a lad. It's just sort of a bit like, ooh, in it, sort of, yeah. That, but that physically. <laughs> so Jake, your character is kind of at the brunt of all that kind of aggressive attention. I wonder how does it feel playing that character that is the object of all that attention? Um, familiar. Um, it's kind of. It feels nice to. Maybe nice is the wrong word. But to go through it, I don't know. It feels like, because it's so familiar to me, I know that it's real life and what we're trying to show is real life. So I understand that a lot of people will see themselves in it, in my character, which is great. Um, it's kind of like when when we were doing it, we f um, for all the characters actually, when we see them um, being performed, we recognise people from our lives in in them so it's like it makes it immediately um interesting and like the characters are so familiar so that's good but to be on the receiving end um obviously it's horrible <laughs> and it's hard um because <clears throat> i know that it's for example will's character is when it gets really aggressive it's not really him and like he has to push through something to be that horrible and mean hopefully people will see we'll just have an emotional connection to what they see. They'll take something from that. And that we're not dance we're not like sort of trying to avoid the harshness of the of what actually happens to um the community and these things do happen. So it's important to represent that. Because a lot of a lot of young people will be going through that and yeah, it's important to recognise that and it's interesting because one of the things that we've been looking at with this work is how in, in the world that we currently live in, where there's access to Netflix and gaming and 
um, you know, social media and lots of different places that young people that are the kind of target market for this group, say kind of 12 to 15 year olds have got access to all that content that, you know, we've got to consider what is then appropriate to present um, in terms of the kind of language that we can use in the work um, the kind of relationships that we are kind of um, acting out. Um, and it's it, it's a really interesting thing about you know the the feeling of kind of censorship being kind of behind you um and having to consider whether or not um would i feel this would be an, an appropriate piece of work for 12 to 15 year olds to view um interestingly in all the work that we do in terms of creative learning work that we do with um young people of this age group you know we know that those young people are you know have huge interests are very are already very worldly they understand the world around them they know what's going on um you know they might talk in the same way that these characters are talking um and what we're trying to do is actually be able to make a piece of work that truly holds a mirror up to that world um and that isn't about um, trying to in any way kind of dumb down the language, trying to dumb down the content, but actually to, to talk in a way that hopefully feels quite relevant to young people. I think also what we were, we've been speaking about, um, how things can escalate and this idea of something seeming so harmless, especially words, but actually it's, it's part of such a bigger problem. And actually, I think for people, especially for this age, you do need to show the whole spectrum because otherwise they won't recognise that this kind of seemingly harmless, almost bullying or abuse, it does transcend so far beyond what they think. So I think it is, yeah, really important mm. to see the whole journey. Of yeah. So thanks very much for listening to this podcast and hopefully you can join us again uh, very soon. So just to say a big thank you to all the dancers for all your incredible hard work over the last couple of weeks. Thanks again to Creative Scotland for funding the project. Thanks to the workroom in Glasgow for supporting us um, with some funding but also the residency space and also to Scottish Ballet for supporting us with the rehearsal space um, through the workroom. Thanks very much. Say goodbye everyone. Bye. Bye.